Welcome to Smart Poker Study. My name is Sky Matsuhashi, and it's time to get our study on. So I'm really excited about today's episode because I get to talk about something near and dear to my heart, and that is using my HUD to exploit my opponents, looking for those perfect stats that tell me my opponent's tendencies that I can now take advantage of and maybe earn extra value or earn some pots because I know they're going to be folding. So that's what we're doing today. I'm going to talk about two exploits specifically. Number one, exploiting turn honest c-betters. Number two, exploiting frequent three-bet callers. So I'm going to help you understand both of these leaks. I'm going to show you how to exploit the leaks And I'm going to give you exact statistical percentages to look for uh, to help you know who is exploitable with these leaks. To help you get the most out of this episode, please go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod392. When you go there, you'll get a uh, basically a transcript of the entire episode, a few different screenshots of HUDs because we're going to be talking about HUD statistics. And it's nice seeing those numbers um, right there on the screen as opposed to just hearing me recite numbers to you, right? There's also a very good video there where I demonstrate how to exploit some players with the Smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4. So once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod392. Okay, without further ado, let's do this. Gambate! You will see everything. Are you ready, my son? Yes, I am. I think. Then we haven't a moment to lose. So one of the great things about poker is that every player has leaks. Now, poker leaks are actions that we continually make that cost us money on the felt. And... Because poker is a numbers game, there are statistical signs for every single leak. And because there's online poker, we have a HUD or heads-up display, which uh, is a numerical representation of the different plays your opponents make. That's the perfect way to spot those statistical signs of your opponent's leaks. Let me give you a little example here. Many losing players, they play just far too many hands in an effort to hit the flops. They love getting the flushes, the straights, hitting their sets with any pair. Statistically, a player who plays far too many hands has a VPIP at greater than 30%, and the higher the better, 35, 40, 65% VPIPing, or voluntarily putting money into the pot. These players love playing hands. They love taking chances. They're kind of bingo players. So we try and target those fishy players with a VPIP at greater than 30%. So I want to get to the two different exploits uh, uh, in just a moment. When it comes to exploiting a certain poker leak, there are three things you must do. Like in this podcast, I could just tell you when you find these numbers, do this. But really, it helps to give you a better understanding. Let's dive into what you need to do specifically to exploit a certain leak. Number one is to understand the leak. Figure out exactly what is going on here. Why is this a leak? Why is this something that you can exploit? Number two, learn how to exploit that leak. And number three, look for statistics that signal the leak. And I'll share with you those numbers as well for these two different leaks today. Alrighty, so the first leak and the first exploit we're going to be taking advantage of are those turn honest sea betters. So first we need to understand this leak. Now, 
Turn honest seabedding means they're quick to fire that first bluff on the flop. Then they just kind of shut down on the turn. To these players, your resistance when you call them on the flop, it means that you probably hit something. So why should they fire another barrel? They don't have a strong hand. You're not folding. They just give up on the turn. That is, of course, unless they have a value hand, then they're going to fire that second barrel, right? So why is this a leak? Well, this is a leak because aggression wins in poker. If you're aggressive on just one street, namely the flop, that's just not good enough most of the time nowadays. Players call you on the flop just to see what you will do on the turn because they know many players just do not bluff turns. And because so many players are willing to call on the flop, more often than not, you're going to have to be willing to make that double barrel to get them off the hand. So the second part, let's learn how to exploit this leak. Um, actually, before I tell you how to exploit turn honest seabetters, I want you to noodle on this for yourself right now. How would you exploit somebody who seabet bluffs the flop a lot, but doesn't follow it up on the turn? Pause the podcast if you need some time to think about it. Let me tell you how I exploit these players. I exploit turn on a seabetters by calling almost every flop seabet, and then I bet at the very next opportunity after they check on the turn. So there's two basic situations, right? First, if I'm in position, maybe I called a pre-flop on the button, they seabet on the flop, I called in position, the turn hits, and now they check to me. Once they do that, I'm just going to bet on the turn. I'm in position against them. They didn't fire a second street, which means they didn't like that turn card. Easy opportunity to steal the pot. Now, the other situation, if I'm out of position and they check behind on the turn, then I'm going to bet on the river. And that's called a probe bet. Just uh, the poker tracker four term is a probe bet. Now, I won't call every single flop C bet, though. I'm going to first gauge how likely their pre-flop range hit the flop before I call. And if I think it's a hard-to-hit board or they don't really connect all that well with it, then I'm going to be more likely to call on the flop with the plan of betting when they check the turn. So you can imagine, they were the pre-flop raiser. Hard-to-hit boards like Queen 7 Deuce Rainbow or 10-10-5, right? They don't have that many hands in their range that strike gold on these boards. So calling on the flop with the intent to bluff later, it's probably more profitable on those hard-to-hit drier boards, not a lot of big cards, right? Or paired boards, even scary boards, right? Let's imagine they open raised in the cutoff. I called on the button. The flop comes jack-10-9 with two spades. Or deuce-3-5, all spades. Or 9-8-7 rainbow, right? Those are kind of scary boards. My opponent can easily bluff on the flop with ace high, king high, under pairs, um, two over cards on the deuce 3-5 that doesn't have a spade, right? There's so much that they can bet, but they're scared on those flops. As soon as I time down for a few seconds and I call them, they're going to think, oh my gosh, this guy was debating on raising me. He probably has a hand. Boom, on the next street, they check, I bet, take it down. Okay, so now let me tell you the statistics to look for that signal a turn on a seabetter. You want to see a flop seabet at 60% or higher with a big drop in their turn seabet. For example, if you go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 392, 
there's a screenshot villain 20s HUD right here. We can see villain's flop c-bet is 85. Turn c-bet, 33%. That's almost a 50% decrease. Oh, actually it is 52% decrease from flop to turn. Totally turn honest c-better right here. So you're really looking for, um, like I said uh, at first, 60% or greater on the flop and a big drop in turn. And the bigger that drop is, the better. So what you need to do is train yourself to spot these players using their HUD statistics. So you're constantly, you know, you got the smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4, you got it loaded up, you're looking at it, every opponent at the table, especially before you call them preflop, you want to have an idea of how they generally see bet. And if you see somebody like this, 85 on the flop and then 33% turn see bet, you have a great spot. You can call him on the button with just about anything with the plan of calling the flop and then bluffing the turn. And the big thing about this is that when you find these players, especially if you've never exploited a leak like this before, if you've never pulled the trigger on this kind of stuff, you have to force yourself to pull the trigger on these exploits when you find them. And the reason for that is the more you force yourself to do this, you turn yourself into a more aggressive player, one willing to take chances, making reads and actually doing something about your reads, it's going to make you a much stronger player. Now, let me give you a quick critical thinking test. Um, while I was going through different player HUDs and I found the HUD, uh, the turn on his player that was a seabed at 85% on the flop, 33% on the turn. I looked at another player on the exact same table and his HUD stats are a little bit different. This is a flop honest seabetter. He seabets at 32 on the flop and then 75 on the turn. So I just want to give you a little critical thinking test. How would you exploit this player, the flop honest seabetter? So I have to give a shout out today to these wonderful poker peeps who recently purchased my Smart HUD 4 Poker Tracker 4. I'm telling you, this is my best-selling product right here, and it is so useful. You're going to absolutely love it. The screenshots in today's show notes are with the uh, Smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4. It's the perfect exploiting tool against your online opponents. So I got to thank Dan Turnbull, Darden Sabovic, Kent Jesse, Matthew Bauer, Peter Turlewich. Steve Allen, Ali Gunn, Manuel Gerspach, Terry Love, Andy C., Victor Christensen, John Duderstadt, I love that last name, Duderstadt, uh, Sabine Garansi, John Walker, Eric Whaling, Brian Esser, Mike Wyckoff, Janos, Pat Castera, Jeff Hardy, Stefan Yago, Chris Trost, Brian Roy, Thomas Cashman, Tom, Cameron DeVere, Jonathan Sousa, Mark Butcher, Carl Gustafson, Richard Day, Paul Burville, and Alexander. Thank you all so very much. You went to smartpokerstudy.com slash smarthud. You checked out the 17 statistics within the HUD itself, the seven custom pop-ups, and you realize this is the bad boy that you needed to exploit your opponents to the max. It's only for Poker Tracker 4 users, so if you don't have the Smart HUD yet, you got to get it. smartpokerstudy.com slash smarthud. All right, so let's get to the next exploit and leak. We're going to be exploiting... Frequent three bet callers. So, first we got to understand this leak, right? Most players, they open raise with a wide range of hands. Of course, they have strong hands, pocket aces, ace king, but 
They also have Ace-9 suited, King-10 suited, Jack-10 offsuit, Pocket 3s. Seeing as how most 3-bets we face after we open raise, they're made with stronger hands like Pocket Aces, Kings, Ace-King, Queens, stuff like that. We should fold many of our weak open raising hands. But too many players call with these hands just in the hopes that the 3-better is bluffing or in the hopes that they hit a miracle flop. Calling with these super weak hands puts you at a big disadvantage in a huge money-losing situation. Not always, but quite often because most of your 3-betting opponents have that stronger range. So we got to learn how to exploit this leak. How do we exploit the leak of people who just call 3-bets way too often? There's two parts to this, to exploiting them. The first is we basically become a strict value better with hands that are better than their calling ranges. So I do a lot less bluffing when I encounter these people who uh, uh, rarely fold to three bets, right? Because they aren't folding, we shouldn't be bluffing. Nice and simple. Instead of bluffing, what we do is we widen our value range a little bit because they can call with so many dominated hands. For example, we can 3-bet for value with ace-jack suited, and they can call with weaker aces like ace-10 suited, ace-4 suited. They can call with king-queen, king-jack, even queen-jack, queen-10 they might call with. So your ace-jack suited, while it's not a made hand, you don't have a pair just yet before the flop, you're at least mathematically ahead of their entire calling range. And the second thing that I do to exploit these non-folders is I increase my 3-bet size because I know they're going to call quite often. And I've made it 15 big blinds before with pocket aces. Somebody raises 2.5 big blinds, I make it 15, and they still call? I am getting almost maximum value, pre-flop value at least, with my strongest hands. Now, what are the statistical signs that help us uh, spot this leak? First, you want to look for a high raise first in statistic by position. And you want to couple that with a low raise, then fold a 3-bet stat in that same position. In general, I'm looking for a raise first in greater than 20% in any position. Let's imagine um, I have pocket aces on the button. The cutoff open raises. If he has a 20% raise first in in the cutoff, not as a total, but in the cutoff, and if he folds only 10% of the time, 20, even just 30 or 40% of the time, I know he doesn't like folding. What a great spot to increase my bet size with those pocket aces against this player who has a wide range and doesn't like folding. That gives me an even higher mathematical preflop advantage over him. So what I'm looking for is raise first in greater than 20 and a fold to three bet at 50% or less. But sometimes you'll encounter players who hardly ever fold. If you go to the show notes page, uh, the screenshot right there, um, this player raises first in 30% of the time total, and he folds only 11%. And I have 670 hands on this player. Totally loves calling three bets. Or maybe you could say he hates folding to three bets is another way to look at it, right? Well, perfect player to exploit with a larger bet size with a stronger range or with a slightly wider range as well because he's calling so often. And in the screenshot, you can see I have a positional breakdown of his raising first in. In the EP, 20%. MP, 25%. Cutoff, 29%. In all of those positions, 
His raise and then fold is zero. He hates folding after opening in the EPMPN cutoff. On the button, raises first in 41%, fold only 20%. In the small blind, he raises first in 34%, folds only 20% versus a big blind three bet. So against this player, he's not folding. So I am not going to three bet bluff him. I see no reason to do that whatsoever. Other than this is another exploit to combine with uh, exploiting non-folders, right? So if they never fold versus three bets, but if they fold a lot to flop C bets, here's the thing. You three bet, they call you pre-flop, but if they quickly give up on the flop, that is a ton of value pre-flop that you earned from them. So you can, these kinds of players, you can three bet bluff with the plan of C bet bluffing every single time because you know they're folding a lot. So what you want to look for, um, same considerations, a player who hates folding the three bets, but look for that fold to flop at greater than 60%. The higher, the better, of course. And you can even look at their fold to flop C bet in three bet pots. Poker Tracker 4 has that stat. The Smart HUD has that stat as well built into it. So once you find a player who folds the three bets a ton or folds to C bets in three bet pots a ton as well, What an awesome money-making opportunity. Three-bet bluff them, C-bet bluff them, and earn some big pots. It's kind of like printing money against these players. Now, I have one more critical thinking test for you, right? Let's imagine the villain in the show notes page who open raises 30% of the time, folds only 11% of the time. Let's imagine he folds on the flop 42% of the time versus C-bets. How would you exploit this? Great. I think I got it. But just in case, tell me the whole thing again. I wasn't listening. (gasps) Challenge. Here's my challenge to you for this episode. For the next three days, look for every opportunity to exploit turn honest sea betters and pull the trigger as often as possible. The next three days after that, Look for every opportunity to 3-bet for extra value against those non-folders and pull the trigger, once again, as often as is profitable. Tag these hands to review in your study sessions to improve your exploiting skills. Now it's your turn to pull the trigger and do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Alrighty, make sure you go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod392 for all those screenshots, that video in the page, and to find a link to get my smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4. I am telling you, this is the number one uh, player exploiting tool in my arsenal, besides my brain, right? My brain, along with the smart HUD, allows me to exploit and earn so many more chips and pots than I ever thought possible smartpokerstudy.com slash smarthud. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.